Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about a faithful leader of God's people called The Boy Who Sought the Lord from 2 Chronicles 34. In that story, we learned the big truth that God's people must worship the right God in the right way. This week's story is called Promises Broken and Promises Kept, and it comes from 2 Chronicles 36. Long before the days of Josiah, God met Moses on a mountain. They cut a covenant, that is, God made promises and God's people made promises. And if God's people kept their promises to keep God's laws, then God would bless them. If they didn't, they would experience curses, not blessings. They did not do a good job keeping God's laws. You are right. They often didn't do a good job. But when Josiah was king, God's people did not turn away from following the Lord. They kept their side of the deal. They destroyed idols and worshipped God alone. Are we finally getting past the messy bits? Well... They started to rebuild the temple and celebrate the Passover again. But after Josiah died, God's people went back to their usual pattern. Of course they did. (laughs) In fact, there was hardly a promise they didn't break. They were supposed to be a kingdom of priests, but instead they were a collection of grumblers and rebels. God was so patient with them. He gave them lots of chances to repent to turn from sin and back to God. He gave them a thousand years to repent, from the time of Moses on the mountain to the day of Josiah's death. But eventually, a thousand-year pattern of breaking your promise is too much. God had promised that if they broke their end of the covenant, they would be cursed. A promise is a promise. So God promised that he would kick Judah out of the promised land just like he banished Adam and Eve from Eden. Chapter 34 Promises Broken and Promises Kept 2 Chronicles 36 Long before the days of Josiah, or Elijah and Elisha, or even Samuel and Saul, God met Moses on a mountain. And on that mountain, the Lord entered into a covenant with the people of Israel. Like most covenants, this one came with do's and don'ts, with blessings and curses, with promises made and promises to be kept. The people promised God that they would obey his word. God promised the people that he would bless them for keeping his word and curse them if they didn't. Only one side kept its promise. For almost a thousand years, the Israelites lived with the law of Moses. They got it right from time to time, but for most of the people, most of the time, there was hardly a commandment they didn't know how to break. God gave them lots of chances. The Lord was very patient with his people. But a promise is a promise. And God had promised that if they broke his covenant, he would kick them out of the land, just like he put Adam and Eve out of Eden. 
they were supposed to be a kingdom of priests, not a collection of complainers, idolaters, and rebels. After Josiah died in battle, Judah was quickly taken over by its enemies. The Egyptians threw out Josiah's son after only three months. The next king reigned for 11 years, but three months probably would have been better. He was a wicked king who did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. The Babylonians came to Jerusalem and carried off the king back to Babylon. There were still two more kings left to reign over Judah, but they were bad kings too, and no match for the Babylonians. By this time, all the priests and the people were unfaithful to the Lord. God kept sending messengers, but Judah would not listen to the prophets. The wrath of God rose up against his people until there was nothing they could do to stop it. So the Lord raised up the Babylonians one more time. And this time, when the Babylonians left, they took the Israelites with them. That may sound like a strange thing to do, sending your enemies to conquer your people. But the people of God had been so disobedient, they were acting more like God's enemies. For 70 years, the Israelites would be exiles in Babylon, strangers in a strange land, far from home and far from everything they knew. But don't think, even after all of this, that God was all out of chances. God had not forgotten his other promises, the ones he made to Abraham. The Lord would bring his people back, and he would still be their God. But this time, the people would need a new Moses and a new covenant. Is all hope lost? Oh, of course not. God is God, and God is good, and God is still their God. He had not forgotten his people and his promises. In due time, he would provide good leaders, bring his people back, restore the city walls, and rebuild the holy temple. And God has done more for us than all of that. In Jesus, he gave us a king after his own heart to establish the forever kingdom. When Jesus preached, his first sermon was this, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus established God's everlasting kingdom in a surprising way. He showed how a good king should live, by loving God first and best, and by loving his neighbor as himself. He suffered and died as God's king. Then he rose again from the grave and now reigns in power in heaven. One day he will return and take his people home with him. And together we will live forever in his perfect kingdom. What a good God! Like Judah of old, we deserve curses instead of blessings. Instead, for all who are in Christ, we receive blessing after blessing, after blessing. And that brings us to today's big truth. God cursed his people for breaking their promise. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is 2 Chronicles 36, 16. 
They kept mocking the messengers of God, despising his words and scoffing at his prophets, until the wrath of the Lord rose against his people. Okay, say it with me this time. Repeat after me. 2 Chronicles 36.16 They kept mocking the messengers of God. They kept mocking the messengers of God. Despising his words. Despising his words. And scoffing at his prophets. And scoffing at his prophets. Until the wrath of the Lord. Until the wrath of the Lord. Rose against his people. Rose against his people. Good job. This is a hard one, but it's important to memorize the hard verses as well as the happy ones. So keep practicing this verse through the week. To close our lesson for today, would you pray with me? Lord God, we deserve curses instead of blessing. But thank you for sending Jesus to bear the curse for us. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Crossway.